Hi guys, it's Real Talk with Tracy. What do I want to talk about? I want to talk about my trip I took with Gate One Travel. So I went with my husband and we went to Israel and Jordan and Petra. And we did it through a tour company called Gate One Travel. Years ago, when I used to work for L'Oreal, I used to kind of compete for all these yearly travel trips. And a lot of them were overseas and there was always a big bus and there was always so many people going. And it was really wonderful with the camaraderie and everything. Although on our buses, when I went on the trips years ago, there was always a bathroom. So I assumed that there was gonna be a bathroom on the bus and I was wrong. So I want to mention the good and the negative. Um, the tour, the tour is really intense when you book back to back tours every day and you don't get any free time. It could be very hard. It could be very hard because you are stuck on a bus for hours upon hours. And you, if you're going to places like Israel, you're going to the holy sites, you're going to, let's say, Europe, Spain, any place there's cobblestones, you all of a sudden go from your regular life to walking four hours a day on cobblestone streets. I really think this is something that you really need to take into consideration when you're planning your trip because it could be very, very hard on your body. For me, sitting on the bus for hours and then having to walk on cobblestones for hours was very hard because I have five herniated discs in my lower back and it really aggravated my sciatica. So I got a lot of pain running down my leg. So for me, it was, I booked, I booked a little too many tours. I think I would have liked it if I would have booked less tours and done some of the days on my own. So that was something you need to take into consideration. Also, when they get off the bus, you get off the bus. And if you're at a stop for two or three hours and you feel tired or you just maybe you know you don't care for the venue and you want to go, you are stuck because you're with the tour. So you're going, coming and going when they say you're coming and going. You're going to the bathroom when they say you're going to the bathroom. You're not gonna be able to go to the bathroom if you're stuck on the bus and they don't plan on making a stop to go to the bathroom. So these are all things that I think it's just important to take into consideration when planning your trip, you're looking at a tiny, tiny, teeny little map and the whole trip looks like it's an inch long, okay? But actually, you may find when you get on the bus one day that you're gonna be on the bus for four and a half hours. Now, you may not be on the bus the whole four and a half hours in one shot. You may stop off in two hours and then see, you know, ruins and then maybe have a bathroom stop then maybe a snack stop, and then you're back on the bus. And then you may be back on the bus for another two hours. 
And then, you know, they're going to tell you kind of where to go. Um, it's kind of controlling, kind of where you're shopping. They highly recommend the tour guides where you shop. And when I tried to deviate from what they were suggesting, one of the tour guides got a little not very nice with me. And he said, no, you can't shop there. I told you, you should shop over here. This was in uh, Israel. You should shop over here because they won't take advantage of you and it's a much better place to shop. I said, listen, we have another 20 or 30 minutes. I don't want to have to shop where you're telling me to shop. I paid for this trip. I could shop wherever I want. As long as I'm back at the bus at the time that you're telling me to be back at the bus, you're not going to control every step I take and where I'm shopping. So that really kind of bothered me. They pull you like cattle through certain restaurants for lunch. Um, you just see the big tour buses coming in, the big tour buses coming out, the big tour buses coming in, the big tour buses coming out. When you're independent and you're on your own for those days that you decide to be independent, you get to go wherever you want and you can really explore and you could really meet people that are from there and you can really intermingle and talk to people that live there. I like that a lot. So being kind of controlled about when you're going to go to the bathroom, where you're going to shop, where you're not going to shop. Also, I had a problem with motion sickness. So I tend to get motion sickness. Now we only had about 26 people. So the bus was maybe half full. So people were very spread out and I was sitting in front and the tour director who was actually, he was excellent. He gave a lot of history of uh, Israel, didn't give me enough modern day about the different sects of Jewish people, you know, the Hasidics versus the conservative. I would have liked to have heard more about current day, but he gave a lot of history and he was amazing at that. Absolutely amazing. And one thing I didn't like, he, he said, he said, you know, I want to make it clear to everybody. There's a rotation system on this bus. So the people that sat in front today have to go all the ways in the back of the bus tomorrow. And then the people, you know, you rotate like that, kind of like a Pez dispenser, right? When the first candy pops out, then the second candy pushes up. Remember the old Pez dispensers? Anyway, so I said to him, you know, I get very motion sickness and I'm, I'm really concerned about sitting in the back. And he said, listen, this needs to be fair. This is our policy. This is what we require. And this is the way gate one does it. And I wanted to be a good sport. I didn't want to feel like I am better than anybody because I'm not, I didn't want to feel like I was hogging the front. Um, I would have thought that maybe sitting three seats back from the front would have been acceptable, but the way he went on and on and on about how you have to do this, I said to my husband, well, let's go towards the back and hopefully, you know, 
I, I won't get sick. Now, the bus went on. It was like wild. What is it called? Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. It was bouncing all over the place. Really, really, the streets were going right and left and up and down. And I got so sick. And I could not, I couldn't contain it. I had nowhere to throw up. And I asked my husband to pass me something where there was really nothing. And I threw up all over the floor of the bus. So here I am in the back of the bus. I'm throwing up all over the floor of the bus. And my husband goes up and tells him, the tour guide, you know, my wife, she's throwing up all over the back of the bus. So they pull over the bus. So they let me get out of the bus. And then my husband gets out of the bus. He starts feeling sick because he saw me get sick. Anyway, we get back on the bus. Now, when we get back on the bus, everybody is like, oh, my God, sit in front, sit in front. Oh, we didn't know you had that problem. Oh, my God, Trace. You know, by this time, I've already gotten to know people and they're telling me, sit in the front, sit in the front. Okay, so the next day I get back on the bus. I'm one of the last people on and the front seat's open. So it looks like people left the front seat open for me. That was really nice. So I get back on the bus. This is the day after getting sick. And the tour director says to me, you know, you can't sit up here again tomorrow. You have to go back there again. And I said, didn't you see how sick I got? And he said, yeah, but that doesn't matter. We have rules. And I said, listen to me. There's people that like to sit in the middle of the bus. There's people that like to sit towards the back of the bus. Is anybody complaining that I'm sitting up front? He's like, no. I said, so then what's your problem? You know, you see how sick I got. You know, this isn't my fault. I mean, I wasn't anticipating these streets to be you know, so bumpy and jumpy and, you know, for hours on end, I really wasn't planning. When I planned the trip, I wasn't trying to figure out how many miles it was in between everything. So that was really, really tough. And then um, the next day, I decided just to take a break and not go. But I really found that to be very off-putting because I didn't feel that there was a lot of empathy going on there. So I wish the tour guide would have been a little more empathetic to my situation. And you would think when you see someone just throwing their guts up, that you would be. You'd be like, okay, maybe don't sit in the front seat, but sit like three or four back. And I still would have been okay. I even said to him, as long as I could kind of like sit towards the front, I, I would be okay. But he really pushed the point, and that really bothered me. I let it go. I gave him the full tip uh, when we left, but it really did kind of stay in my craw because it wasn't something, it was something that could have been adjusted, I thought. Um, another thing, some of the hotels were good. There was a couple hotels that weren't that great. There was one in Tiberias called Restall which if you look up on a lot of the different hotel sites, it, they give it a four star. Okay, it's not a four star. It is, it is a no sense of the word or imagination, a four star. This place was dirty. And when I say dirty, I can tell you what I mean. So I get to my room 
And first of all, the bedding. Okay, the sheet is so thin, so thin, tissue paper thin, that you see the stripes of the mattress through the sheet. There's no bed pad on the mattress. Now, how many hundreds of people have slept on this mattress and there's no bed pad? There should always be a bed pad before the sheet that also gets washed. Okay, there's nothing. So it's like tissue paper over this mattress, which had these stripes, which I'm looking at, and I'm just thinking this is so disgusting. Okay, anyway, um, I had my own room because my husband and I both snore. So there was two twin beds in there, and I took the bedding from the other bed, and I kind of like doubled it up to make a little more bedding. Then we had a long day, so I took a shower, and when I got out, I put on a long nightshirt, like to my knees, and put on a pair of pink socks. And I'm walking around, and I go to sit down on the bed, and I cross my legs, and I look at the bottom of my foot, and the bottom of my foot was brown. Okay, why was it brown? It was brown from the amount of dirt that was on the wood floor in this disgusting hotel room. So um, I went and talked to the staff there, uh, the front desk person, and he said, oh, let me come in right now. And I said, you know, I think we were there for maybe one night um, I said, I really don't want anyone in my room. I just want to let you know the problem and maybe you can clean it up for future guests because this is really, really unsanitary and really disgusting. Um, another thing about this hotel, when we went to sit down to eat, you would usually have to sit with your whole group, which is great because we're meeting a lot of really great people from different parts of the United States, and I'm still keeping in touch with many of them, lovely people, but I didn't see them anywhere. And I'm really hungry, and this was the day that I had thrown up, and I just wanted to sit down somewhere. So my husband and I go over to this table for two, and we sit down, and as I go to sit down, and my husband left his food, he's going to get a drink, and I'm sitting there, the manager of the hotel comes over and he literally picks up our plates and says, you can't sit here. And I said, why? Well, who are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? Why are you here? And he started questioning me as if I just came in off the street to get a free meal or something. I was really pissed. And I said, listen, I was on a three or four hour bus trip today where I was throwing up. And I don't feel like, you know, being kind of bullied here. Put my plates down and let me eat. Well, you have to sit with your group. Who are you with? Who's your tour guide? Da, 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 da. So anyway, he finally figured out where we were supposed to sit, which was across the room. And we sit down. But I really, I resented that. And I told him. And later he came over and he gives me actually a hug and he's like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, you know, I, 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 I should have been nicer. or I, I don't know what the problem was, but I really, that really bothered me. So for those many reasons, um, also no shower curtain.
So when you took a shower, the water would just go everywhere. Um, and the hotel, which was more like a motel, it was like a four or five story. I say motel because even though you enter from inside, it was so dirty, okay? So you're overlooking a huge pile of dirt. That, that was the view. There was construction going on and that was the view. So this was a hotel the Gate One should never have on a tour again. I contacted them when I got back. I made it really clear to them that this was really, really, really low end. You know, I rather stay at a very clean, like comfort in or days in or something like that. This wasn't even to that level. It was just nasty. Okay. Um, some of the other hotels were okay and some were really nice. Um, I want to say, and I'm, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but when we first got into Tel Aviv, the buffet dinner at this hotel was excellent. It was really, really good. We ate there every night and the breakfast was really, really good. When we went to the Dead Sea, we stayed over at the Holiday Inn. The food was really good. They had a belly dancer. She was fabulous. The place was really clean. When we went to Petra, was my favorite. Oh my God. The old village inn in Petra is like a village. It is so beautiful. And the rooms are almost like, you feel like you're in your own little, I want to say like a, <laughs> Uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it, but you're in your own little, like, little, it feels like you're in your own little house, kind of. You enter from outside, you have to do a lot of walking, but it's really beautiful, and it, it's just a beautiful room. It, it's, it, it's really, you really feel like you're back in the day somewhere. The food there was incredible. The buffet was incredible. People were so nice, so friendly, so accommodating so warm. Um, you feel like you're in a little Moroccan palace, like a little Moroccan village, kind of. It was just really, really great. And I got to tell you something about the old village inn. They had the best gift store. The people that work there are so warm and so nice and so friendly, not pushy like everywhere else. They will work with you on the price and they'll come down in price. That is where I bought all of my gifts for all of my friends. Everywhere else, people were like pushing stuff down our throat. It was like being in Jamaica where they're pulling you into these shacks to get you to buy something. People are like, you know, I want her. No, I want her. She's my customer. No, she's my customer. Um, it was very calm there. It was very like spiritual there. It was very engaging. There was beautiful sunsets. There was a beautiful indoor pool. There was a beautiful outdoor pool. It was just wonderful. I wish we could have stayed there longer. Not a lot to do there because you're going to go in and you're going to see Petra all day. But to come back to something that's so beautiful and charming and quaint and warm and just the decorations, you could go online and see it. Great place. So I'm so thankful that that's what they chose for us. Um, and then we had the Dan Hotel. I think it was called the Dan Hotel in um, 
in Jerusalem, uh, which, which was fine. It was good. I had a wonderful, I mean, off the charts, wonderful massage there, uh, which was not on our itinerary at all, but I had a great massage. I actually took off the day that we were supposed to go to Masada just because I was in so much pain with my sciatica and I went and had a massage and it was, it was incredible. Just wonderful. Um, all in all, I really, you know, when we went to Jordan, that was fascinating. So much more fascinating than I ever would have thought. People were so over the top friendly. I absolutely adored our tour guide. He was so cute and funny and sweet and talked all about his family and all about the people and all about the way they live their lives. I just loved everything he presented. He was so good. Um, and I think his name was Hussein, Hussan. Anyway, forgive me, but he was wonderful. Um, he explained the architecture, why there was like this wires sticking out of the ceilings of all these homes. It's because when the oldest son gets married, he brings his wife and then they build an apartment on top of where the parents live. And then when they have kids and his son has a wife, they build another layer. And he told us all about the tribes and all about the sheiks and how they come together and help the community and pay for funerals and pay for weddings. You know, it was, it was some of my favorite parts getting to know about the Jordanian people. Um, one thing that was really hard for me was the smoking. They, and, and that was, the, that was just all over the Middle East. They tend to smoke a lot, especially in Jordan, um, in Amman, the smoking was hard. Um, everywhere you pass, there's so many men. I don't, I really didn't see as many women, but a lot of men smoking. So I really, I gave up smoking years ago and I really have a problem trying to deal with, um, being around a lot of cigarettes. So that was hard and they burn a lot of incense. What I could tell you is Petra is a gem. If you can get to Petra and see this miraculous treasury that's 2,000 years old and meet some of the Bedouin people that are still working there, they're selling some of the crafts and things, it's eye candy. It is like, just soak it in. One of the things that our travel guide made us do, which I'm so thankful. He made us get up really early that morning. And he said, he showed us a picture because this was last week. And it was a picture of wall to wall people standing shoulder to shoulder. And he's like, if this is the way you want to see Petra, let me know. If not, we're going to get up super early. So we got up like at 530 or six and we got out of there and we got to Petra really early because you have to walk quite a ways. And when we got there, I got some amazing pictures. So I'm very fortunate that we had somebody that really had the forethought um, to really look out for us and get us there um, so we could really, really enjoy it without being shoved around by a bunch of people crowding in. 
Israel, the holy sites were so crowded. It was hard. It was really hard. Bethlehem was wonderful, but again, it was very crowded, you know, where Jesus was born. As we go down the stairs with all these people standing shoulder to shoulder, I pushed myself against the wall because I felt like I had to touch the wall because if somebody were to trip, you would just like fall over with like 50 people, you know? So you had to be really careful. And then, um, there was something that was not planned, which was I got communion. <laughs> I got communion in Bethlehem. There was a mass going on and I walked up and the father gave me communion, which was such an unexpected moment. And for a Jewish girl who's also a Christian who loves Christ, this was amazing for me. So I was delighted to have that experience. And then another experience we had in Amman is that we went to uh, a Turkish bath, a hammam, a real Turkish bath where they steam you and they shower you and they scrub you and they put bubbles all over you and they put clay all over you and you shower about nine times and then you go in a jacuzzi. If you can go to a Turkish bath, boy, was that an experience. I can go on talking about what happened in the Turkish bath for probably 30 minutes, but I'm going to make this one short because we're almost at 26 minutes and I really don't like to go over a half an hour with my podcast. But I'm all for gate one. Um, I just prefer myself when I go somewhere a lot of times, like Spain. When we went between Barcelona and Madrid, we booked everything ourselves. And when we wanted to go on a day trip, we used Viator app. V-I-A-T-O-R app on the phone. And... Barcelona is such a small city. You could take a cab and anywhere you're like there in five minutes, 10 minutes. So I prefer that. I prefer to go at my own pace. What I did really like is that I loved the education. I really loved meeting all these great people from around the United States. So it definitely was a wonderful trip. But like everything, there's highs and lows. So you need to really, when you're planning something out, take a look. If you wanna, if you wanna go on a tour that includes a bus, find out if there's a bathroom, if that's an issue. Find out how many hours you're gonna be sitting. You know, if you're gonna be driving five or six hours in one day and doing two or three tours that same day, you gotta really take that into consideration when you're planning. But and then also look at the level of hotels. Look up at the exact hotels and go on TripAdvisor and look at the feedback on these hotels and say to yourself, are these hotels that I want to stay in? Like when we went to Spain, we rent a flat. We rent an apartment. We don't stay in hotels um, because like for $100 a night, we could rent a two-bedroom apartment. And, you know, we don't have to pay such a high price for a hotel. And it gives you the feeling like you're living there. So, 
Anyway, guys, I appreciate you guys so much. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I also have a YouTube channel where I posted a bunch of one minute or less videos on my trip. Um, I would highly recommend see everything you can. Eat everything up with your eyes. Enjoy your life. We never know how long we have. Tomorrow's not promised. And that's why I do these podcasts so I can leave all this information for all of you when I'm long gone, which I hope isn't going to be until I'm in my late 80s. So maybe another 28 years I can go. I'd appreciate that. Anyway, guys, have a wonderful day. Sending love and light to all of you. Bye-bye.